some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Hi, everybody. I'm Stephanie. I'm Kevin. And this is... Let's get down to business. It's a Disney podcast. For grown-ups. <laughs> yeah. Or douchebags. Oh, yeah. Are or, you guys douchebags? Or people like yeah, us. Probably. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> Saludos, amigos. Hi, friends. Yeah. We have a Disney movie and a Disney short for you today. And it's actually uh, a Disney short, short feature. A short, short. Shorts? Yeah. A short of shorts? This movie is very short. You thought Dumbo was quick. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is like 20 minutes shorter than that. Yeah. Yep. It's a quick one. Alrighty. Hi, Kevin. How's it going, babe? How's it going, babe? Oh, my God. Let's it's watch some summer. Disney movies, you know? Yay, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, what are we doing today? We're watching Saludos Amigos. Saludos Amigos. And Puss in Boots. And Puss in Boots. Um, those are two... I would say two Disney cartoons that people don't hear about often. Yeah, when you said it, when you were bringing up the... Uh, all the Disney features, and that one came. I was like, "What the fuck are you even talking about?" Yeah, I've never heard of that. Even something like Three Caballeros, like I'd, I'd even heard of something like that. But Saludos Amigos, it was right in there with uh, the Reluctant Dragon. Like, yeah. what? What are you even talking about? Yeah, I never heard of it before. Um, yeah, like I, I knew of Three Caballeros as well, especially because of the ride at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew there was like a Donald Dork, Donald Dork, Donald. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what would you say, like a Latin American? trip yeah. movie. Yep, yep. Yeah, just from the ride. But I never heard of Saludos Amigos, so that was new to me. Plus in Boots, I know, though, because I took animation history, so mm-hmm. that was one I'm familiar with. So, uh, want to talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get down to business. Yeah, let's get down to business, guys. Hi. Let's get down to business. <laughs> uh, so, Puss in Boots. Uh, yeah. There's been a lot of revisions or re... Imaginings. Imaginings of Puss in Boots, and this was yet another... This one was back in 1922. Mm-hmm. It's about nine minutes long. Which, when I saw it was nine minutes long, I was like, oh, God, because I knew it was a silent yeah. film. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was, but it was... For uh... sure. For sure. Um, it's, it's a Laughagram. Laughagrams came out before there was kind of like the Walt Disney Company. Walt Disney and his buddies were working on all these animations. So, I think what's cool about this one is Walt Disney was actually doing the animation. Yeah. He wasn't just in the production of it. He was doing it mm-hmm. so i don't know if maybe that's why the drawings are so bad <laughs> you know those, well it wasn't just him those yeah. who can't do or whatever teach, teach yeah. yeah whatever the phrase is her. her um yeah kevin give us the rundown as you normally do it, i don't i don't know man <laughs> tell us about the like, intricate story that yeah. was puss in boots like i'll tell you guys right now this is a very poorly told story it was weird like uh, it was paced very awkwardly, like basically how how it works. And none of this is explained, despite it being uh, like a, si- a silent movie. You know what it reminded me of? What's that? Or what it made me think of? It made me think of like something a kid would write. Yeah. Like if you're, I, like, I thought so too. If you're like, hey, eight year old kid, write us a story. Yeah. See, this happened, and then uh, this happened, and this. So there's a boy, and there's a girl, and there's a cat, and then there's and a dog. And then the king shows up. Yeah, so, so so what happens yeah. is this, there's a boy, 
Uh, he meets a girl. I think she's either sitting in a swinging chair or, just, or, at a, yeah. or at a park or something like he that. He meets a girl. He, he, yeah, he goes up to her and like they sit together They kind of exchange swing. pleasantries and like he starts like touching her face. Yeah, why were they touching? Or something like that. <laughs> they were like stroking each other's yeah. faces. And simultaneously, while this is happening, there's a there's a, a white cat that is in like a suit for some reason, and I think she's trying to get a car started at the at that point. You so, thought it was a cat. Yeah, I thought it was a dog. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it was. I don't know, but it, either way, it was white, and there's a black cat that, that accompanies this boy. Um, but you don't see that yet, so just stop. Let me let me speak. Let me finish. <laughs> uh, so so this white thing animal is trying <laughs> is dicking around with a car, and it looks like there's a hammer on the front of it, and I assumed it was one of those things where it had a crank. Because this is, you know, around that time period. This is in the early 1920s, so you're talking like Model Ts and shit like that. Um, and and uh, it, it eventually bashes on this hammer, and it pulls a large nail out of, like, yeah. the front of this car. Like, out of the engine. It's like, what the fuck they are you even... Like, like, it's not out of a tire. It's out of the engine block. They don't... Do they not know how cars work? I don't know. I they, mean, don't, they don't explain it at all. I mean, but I then these, but then, car But then these cats... I assumed they were cats, so I'm just going to say that they're cats, uh, notice each other, and they start, like, also, like, kind of touching each other, and then, like, chasing each other around, like, smooch. jokingly. Yeah, and then they smooch. <laughs> um, but then you, they, they, they cut back to the boy and the girl, and... Uh, she, apparently she's a princess. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I and, and And this fucking weird-looking guy shows up. Uh, he's got a crown on, but he's not wearing pants. He looks like a boss from like an old video game, like a bad kind, boss. Kind of, kind of. <laughs> um, but they uh, they get around to the king just kind of blowing up at this boy for whatever reason and saying that uh, I want you to get out of here. I can't remember what the what the specific words they put on the screen were. No. And he throws him out like a la the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> and when he, when when he makes the face when he's throwing him down the stairs. And that sounds a lot worse than it, than, it, than it is, but when he's throwing him down the stairs, it reminded me of, like, Roger Klotz from Doug, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Because he had these beady, these beady non-definite eyes. <laughs> it, his face, to me, reminded me of, like, a bad South Park. Yeah, like, with like, the angry eyebrows like and some, stuff. Like a bad fan art of South yeah. Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, this this whole short was made like a, by a nine year old kid. Yeah. Um, no, what, there's a couple visual gags that go on, and one of them is when he takes puss and he throws her because apparently it's a girl. Okay. Yeah, puss yeah, is a girl. I guess he throws Makes sense. her down. The king throws her down the stairs, and then they, she lands at the bottom, and then you see like angel ghost cats yeah. floating out of I her body. I think there were five of them that flew out. You said four, but I think it was the fifth one. That, no, you uh, said six, and I said five. No, you're lying. Anyway, if, it wasn't if, nine, if is what I'm saying. Can do so math, Puss is living. What? <laughs> Kevin, I'm good at the math. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so that's that's the joke, is that she loses like four lives from falling down these stairs. Yeah, from stairs. falling down the fucking stairs, because that's a thing. Then there's like a written joke about like Hitting the stairs? I didn't get it. Yeah, like you missed a stair or some like, shit like that. Did you miss a step? And I, she was like, no, I hit them all. Yeah. And I was like, okay. 1920s. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then they go. They just randomly go to the movies. Well, no, but before that, they uh, stroll by like a shoe shop oh, or yeah. something like that. And Puss 
wants these boots. For whatever, like, why Why does Puss want these boots? Does I don't she, get that. Because she wants to show off in front of the dog, cat dog thing. Well, yeah, because I noticed that she said, uh, or the boy said, they're flapper boots. And I was like, what the fuck would a, a boy want to wear flapper boots? Like, Yeah. Well, and the boy was, the actual boy was, like, daydreaming about the girl. Yeah. And then Puss, Puss was daydreaming about the dog, cat dog. She's going to call it cat <laughs> dog. Little, little, little cat dog. <laughs> cat dog. Um, and he's like, buy me, the, she's like, buy me the boots. And he was like, no. Yeah. And then they go see a movie. Yeah. And they just sit in a movie. Yeah. And we watch them. Watch and and we watch them watch a fucking movie. <laughs> so the short is going swimmingly thus far. Oh my god. Um, they watch this movie about a bullfighter, and then Puss has this idea to win the girl over <laughs> for the boy, but she's like, first you gotta buy me them boots. And then he just buys <laughs> and them. And then the he boots. just does it. Yeah. So the, so they <laughs> devise this fucking plan where he is gonna be the bullfighter, and you see uh, they're. they're Puss is handing out flyers and stuff like that and, and, and throwing them up to get everybody all excited about this. They eventually end up going to this arena uh, where the bullfighting is going to go on. and They have like an electromagnetic... No, no. It is a fucking radio hypnotism no, radio, machine. Radio hypnotism. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Like, Are they going to just like put it over the airwaves and get all these people hypnotized like as a scam? Yeah, I, but I don't No, know that was not what mean. happened at all. So the king shows up because he's... But what is he the fucking king of as well? Like, this like, is, Number one, this is America in the 1920s. Like, that's what I wonder too. Like, so this is like very contemporary. Yeah. 1920s. There's yeah. cars. There's boutiques. There's movies, but also a king. A king and a, and a coliseum. Like, because it's not yeah. like a baseball field or a football stadium. You know, it's it's a fucking circular. It looks like a coliseum. Yeah. Now there's something like the, the there gladiators are people who like in. like pick this apart and go deep into about how it's like. Oh my god, like about society in the 1920s and how the Republicans of America hate the tyranny of a like a kingdom yeah. or a, yeah. what do you call it? Dictatorship. A monarchy? Yeah, like yeah. I I was like I think they just made a really fucking bad cartoon yeah. and yeah. didn't stop reading into yeah. it. So anyway, back to this bullfight. Yep. So they're in this coliseum. And the boy is fighting this bull, and there's he, some funny like he gets chased around, and then he chases the bull around some for whatever reason. Animation. And then when he's in trouble, and this bull is literally stomping on his chest, it's like, oh yeah, so he's not dead. That's cool. Uh, Puss pulls the radio hypnotism machine, and it just affects the bull for yeah, whatever it, reason. Like, sends this thing through the power lines, yeah. and then it like shoots out of the power line and hits the bull. Yeah, in I, the head, like Anton okay. Chigurh or something, I guess. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and then the boy- he wins the fight, yeah. and then the king, uh, not knowing who it is, because he has the fucking Hal Jordan mask on his on his eyes, so you can't so, tell oh, who it is. Mask. Yeah, the king's like, here, just have my marry, daughter. marry, marry my. You can marry my daughter. What a fucking guy! Like, <laughs> and then he takes the mask off. He's like, oh, what the fuck? He doesn't say what the fuck because you know this he, sucks. He but- has an asshole. <laughs> and and uh, puss, uh, the dog or cat, whatever cat it is. Dog. Then the boy and the girl, they all load into the car that the king came in, and they speed off, and the king tries to chase him down, but he can't catch a car because he's a fat piece of shit without pants. But yeah, he's like, <laughs> he doesn't wear pants. pants. <laughs> You're a king. I guess you don't need to. Right. And then while they're driving away, the one thing that kind of struck me, and this is really stupid, but uh, it, it shows the speedometer of the car, and it's flying by, and it goes over like 100 to like 120 miles an hour. And I thought, man, did cars go that fast back in the 1920s? 
And apparently some did. And Kevin literally looked this I, up I lo- the moment the video I was I looked done. it up because I was curious. And a lot of people said that the max the most cars would probably go, like contemporary cars, would be about like 60 to like maybe 80 miles an hour. But the problem with that is that, number one, tires were very bad back that. in those days. And you would probably have a blowout. So it's extremely unsafe to even be going like 60 to 70 let alone 120 fucking miles an hour and as well they didn't have very good braking systems back then either especially like you know like four-wheel hydraulic brakes or anything like that so stopping a fucking car that is going 120 miles an hour back in 1922 would probably be a chore so i I think it's safe to assume i mean i haven't seen any of the other laughograms but they all probably perished in a car accident. So instead of animal nitpicks today, you're getting Kevin's car talk. <laughs> yeah, so deal with it, you fucks. <laughs> um, yeah, laughograms. Yeah, laughograms. So the there's music playing, so it yeah. is silent, and there's like speech bubbles. There's mm-hmm. music playing. I don't, I don't think it's the original music. Yeah, obviously. Um, so that was kind of at least we didn't have to watch it completely silent. Mm-hmm. There was noise going on. Um, How sad is that? That was a weird one. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple good laughs. Like, I mean, it's 1922, so I'm, I, yeah. like, I'm not going to knock the animation because y- you think about what they had to do as far as like photographing this stuff and probably the work that went into just this nine minutes even. It's probably fucking amazing. Yeah. Especially when there's only a team of like four or five people. Yeah. 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 But, um, but that said, I mean, the fucking story is just terrible. Yeah. It's so fucking bad. My favorite joke is when he, when Puss sees the boots <laughs> window, it says boot sale, and it says $5, now four ninety nine. So that one just, that was a funny little, like, thing going on. But as far as animation going on in the ni- early 1920s, I think Fleischer did a lot better of a job. Ooh, he babe, was doing, take it easy. But he was rotoscoping. So when he had, like... Yeah, who if, else does that? <laughs> someone learned a few yeah, tricks. Weird. Work smart, not hard. Don't ever say that. It's so true, though. Do both. Kevin, you lazy like, fuck. That's what my dad taught me, and my dad is the best worker I know. Yeah, Can't believe cool. cutting down on my dad like that. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, no. Fleischer had Coco the Clown and Out of the Inkwell series, and I just think his animation is smoother. Again, he was rotoscoping, but he had down the whole mm. animation thing. And, Haters gonna hate. And I this was this was like juvenile mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it was bad. It uh, better than Father's Lion. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> like if you're gonna take context into account, maybe yeah. because there's like a 30 year gap. But story wise, like I, th- I think this, I laughed at things that they did not intend me to laugh. No, at. no, no. It was like yeah. laugh- laughing, just at the ridiculousness of it. Laughing how- at it versus laughing with it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was. I don't know. It's it's very different. It's I, apples and oranges. I, I would recommend it just for context, like for well, historical yeah, purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just it's funny to see nineteen twenties yeah. animation. I don't know. It but, looks it looks like a kid's flip book at points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like um like how anime recycles animation yeah. cells. <laughs> Where they the the boy and those chasing the wool one yeah. way, and then it like it's like they just, reverses it. They just took it and flipped it around. Like oh, oh we're going the other way now. Yeah, that was. That was great. No, so, yeah, that's, no, Puss, that's Puss in Boots. Never want to watch it again. <laughs> Four thumbs down. <laughs> Four thumbs down? That's a Dave Chappelle joke. Oh. You know, it's like, it's like 20 years old. No big deal. Yeah. It's very timely. I'm young. Sorry. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's give him... <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't even. <laughs> oh my god. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. And, and review some films. Saludos amigos. Saludos amigos. Um this is now a musical. <laughs> Let's get down to business has now become a musical. Um to gonna- all your friends. <laughs> So we're going to review Saludos Amigos, which uh, also, also interesting. Yeah, yeah. In a different way. In a different way. It's colored. It's what? It's colored. It has color. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't work for Disney. <laughs> well, you were talking about the black cat and the white cat, and uh-huh. I was like, damn, Kevin, why And I was okay this? with why it. Why do you got to make this up I black thought it was white? super progressive. It was. Yeah. Um, you know me. I'm, a, I'm an SJW. Yeah, whatever. Um, Saludos Amigos, 1942. Yeah. Man, they're like turning out movies. Yeah, and they're really. <laughs> I know. They're Even just, during the war. Wow, like one after another. This is the shortest Disney animated movie. It's forty-two minutes. Mm-hmm. It feels like forty-two minutes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Especially with uh, the fact that it's shorts. Yes. Like it, it's very yes. fast. So because it's shorts, these are called package films, where they take individual shorts and they put them all together in one mo- movie. Mm-hmm. Words. And they send them around in theaters like they're like they are one animated yeah. film feature. Um, so this was the first of the package films. I guess Fantasia doesn't count because Fantasia has kind of a overall theme, theme. I guess, or like even though it do- yeah, yeah, it's kind of unifying yeah. with the classical music. It's, I would say it's got a gimmick to go yeah. along with it. Yeah, so that's it was all made to be one movie. Mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so this was the, also the first Disney animated feature film to be shown in South America before they even brought it to the U.S. to be seen. So What the fuck is that all about? Well, because the movie was about South America, yeah. so they figured they would enjoy it better okay. than the Americans. Okay. It did some really good things, though, for America, or for... Um, like, Relations. Well, for relations, but for traveling, because Americans thought South Americans were all just, like, peasants living in huts or something. Mm-hmm. They thought they were all... I don't know, unrefined. Yeah. I can't find, I can't even the, the, the right word for it. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to end badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when they saw that South America, like Brazil and whatnot, has skyscrapers and, and beaches. Oh my God. Yeah, and beaches and people wear fashionable clothes. People were like, oh, I didn't know South and America. And they wax weird parts. Kevin. What's up? This is a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, I know. No, it isn't. Uh, hey, guys. Um, so I'm talking about taints. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Subtlety, babe. Subtlety. What? Um, no, so once people saw that about South America, then there started to be more travel, mm-hmm. more touristy stuff going on. So, um, This is also the first movie appearance of Donald Duck. Oh, yeah, and we love him. We love him. <laughs> love. He was only in animated shorts beforehand. So, saludos amigos. Let's talk about how this got made, babe. Why did this get made? <sighs> because Disney had financial issues, and they got some funding from the U.S. government. Yeah. Back in the motherfucking forties. So all the money that Disney was putting in to make these amazing films like Snow White and, and Pinocchio, Pinocchio and Bambi, and God, Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was... Didn't make money. Yeah, they were making money. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, so they're a little financially strained, and some guy you might have heard of named a Rockefeller. <laughs> Nelson Rockefeller. We know the Rockefellers. Some rich guys. Um, were like... I thought that was just a Jay-Z thing. No. <laughs> I thought, I thought Rockefellers were, uh, serial killers. <laughs> but there's just what? one, apparently. Yeah, wasn't there a Rockefeller that's a serial killer? I don't think so. Wasn't he, like, not really a Rockefeller? 
Wasn't there like a lifetime movie about it? We'll look this up afterwards, yeah. but I don't think so. Next week, next week we'll give you some corrections yeah. once, okay. we, once yeah. we research them. <laughs> I know there was some Rockefellers that were pol- was a politician or like, yes, involved in stuff. For certain. So this was Nelson Rockefeller, and he was like, "Hey, um, why don't we send Walt Disney and his boys to South America? They can be like the good neighbors, you know, help us out with some inter-American affairs, some diplomacy. Because we hear there's some Nazi sympathizers, and we want to win them over." <laughs> In fucking South America, (laughs) which is true, which is totally true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's called the good neighbor policy. They want good relations, so they send Disney down. Yeah. And they're like, research South America. Um, They love Mickey Mouse and cartoons, so we'll send you. And so they did. And they're like, hey, we'll give you money to make a movie. Yeah. So, Disney... Hey, your your tax dollars at work <laughs> in the fucking 40s. I mean, if we're going to support anything, support the arts. Yeah, well, true. Um, so, saludos, amigos. Let's go through this. Um, credits start off. Some A song is played, saludos, amigos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting, getting down to the real uh, details yeah, yeah, here, yeah. Um, We have a live action shot. Of Disney and Disney crew boarding a plane to Latin America. And like most other things, like the Symphony and Reluctant Dragon animators, this is all staged. Was it really? Yeah, so so they finally they decided later to use real footage as like the connection between yeah. each short. And they didn't take any footage of them getting on the plane. God damn it. So Fucking Walt. So they all What are you doing them? with all that government money? I know. So they all suited up and like acted like they were going back on this flight again so that they could have this Jesus footage. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they were smoking on the plane and shit, too. That's that a, always that gets me. That's Don Draper shit right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so they're smoking on planes. They're getting ready to go to Latin they're America. taking your wives. They're all like looking out the windows like, man, look at all this cool stuff. There's an anim- animated map that kind of shows where the plane is going. And our first short is... <laughs> yeah. Ch- ch- just a second, folks. Channel your inner Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Because the other day you said to me something about petrified wood. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you told me the Beavis and Butthead reference. And all week I've been thinking about them because Donald Duck is going. <laughs> can you even say <laughs> is what? it? Is what, babe? Where's he going? I can't even say it. You, you can do this. I believe in you. I feel like you can do it. <laughs> Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca. And, like, the first time we watched it, I laughed a little bit, and I was like, oh, my God, Kevin's going to think I'm so immature. <laughs> well, here's a spoiler, you guys. I already did. This changes nothing. Oh, can, you imagine, can you believe people let me babysit their kids? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> anyway, so there's, like, a, they go to Lake Titicaca. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Okay. That was you that time. Yeah. Um, and they show the villagers there, um, villagers, their life, what they do with the llamas. And llamas are so 2018, so this is very timely that we watch this. 76 years. I know. Llamas are so in right now. Um, and then we have Donald Duck, and there's like a mixture, like a, some hybrid going on of animated Donald Duck with live action. Um, and they start talking about when you visit the lake. We'll just call it the lake. We'll just call it the lake. It works. Lake, lake T. Lake T. Um, you know why it makes me laugh so much? Why? Because caca is the word for poop. Yeah. You got, the, you got some shitty titties. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, when, when Donald Duck is up there, they talk about like the altitude symptoms. Yeah. Because Lake T. Caca is very 
Like the elevation's way, way it's up high. there. So they're yeah. talking about like the things that do, like your ears pop yep. and you feel dizzy and all yep. that stuff going on. So they use Donald Duck to show that. Um, then they show these boats that they travel with. But they're not made out of wood because you can't get wood up there or something like that, right? Was it like straw or? I can't, I can't remember what. Yeah. It was like a type of leaf, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Donald's in one and it like blows away and sinks <laughs> and all this stuff happens. And then there's llamas because they use llamas and a, a little little llama booty because there's a guy <laughs> with a, a flute. And the way that he uses the flute, whether he plays a note that goes up or goes down, it controls the llama, like the llama sits and yep. the llama stands up. The llama sits and the llama's... So the more he plays the flute, the llama's like shaking his booty and he's doing a little dance. So that's really cute. <laughs> um, and then they show that suspension bridge. Mm-hmm. Donald's going across a suspension bridge with mm-hmm. the llama. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. There was some visual gags going on where the bridge starts to break. And then he falls to his death. Yeah. <laughs> no more Donald... Guys, there's no more Donald Duck. <laughs> that was the last appearance. It was the first... And, and last. last. It was tragic. <laughs> like, did he cock up? And then they show their pottery. So they're showing a lot of different aspects of life there. Um, and then they show... That was that was pretty much all the short of Donald. Yeah, it really it was. It was really short. It was like a, um, like a travel brochure, mm-hmm. but animated. <laughs> so then they show the artist on the plane. And I'll come back to that later because one of my favorite artists is in that scene. Um, and, but the next scene is about Pedro. And Pedro is a baby plane. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's a thing. This is a precursor to cars <laughs> and planes. <laughs> in case you didn't make that connection. <laughs> um, so these planes have, like, eyes and eyelashes. Yeah, some might say they're anthropomorphic. Must- mustaches. Babe. Um, the baby plane, does he have, like, a bonnet or something? Uh, maybe he did like very early yeah. on. He goes to plane school. <laughs> he plays with other little planes. He's drinking a shitload of gas. <laughs> yeah, I guess he guzzles gas. Just what you do. Um, but he's going to plane school and he's learning how to deliver the mail. Deliver mail, and I guess he has a route to Mendoza <clears throat> from. I don't even remember where. I think it was Chile. It was like Saint Saint, not Saint Cecilia. I don't remember, but he's going to Mendoza, and to do mm-hmm. that, he has to go by this scary mountain. Yeah. Um. So he flies past this mountain, he gets the mail, and then he has to go back to deliver it, but he encounters a vulture. Yeah. And there's a storm, and then he runs out of gas, and he, like, spirals. And I thought, for as dumb as this short was, because it's really stupid, <laughs> it's stupid, and it's pointless, the narrator really gave it all. Yeah, I think so. All, all, he, all he got, all he has... He, like, his voice acting, like, he just, yeah. <laughs> he, he he sells it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, nothing happens in this one. Well, I think you left out the part where his dad, like, gets sick. Because his dad is usually the one that delivers the mail. But does it matter? Well, yeah, because that, you got to tell Pedro's story. I, well, you're sh- you're shorting the people right now. I'm still thinking about, like, Titty Kaga. I'm sure you are, but you need to get that out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a, get a drink of water here, and you're going to make me yeah. do a spit take. But it's, yeah, so Pedro, he just, you know, he runs out of gas. Everybody thinks that he's dead. You know, they're uh, giving the salute out for his bravery and trying to deliver the mail. But then they see that he actually made it. And the mail that he delivered was just like some dog shit postcard from one dude with completely inane information 
And she said, oh, well, you know, all mail is important, but it's, it's good that he got it done. He got yeah. his mission accomplished. And that was it. And that was it. That was it. That was it. Um, there's a little joke going on with the postcard. The person who it's addressed to is, I think, a Latin American artist that Disney was working with or that who helped them out yeah. while they were yeah. in there. So. I mean, there's, there's that tidbit. But... Nothing really happened. Not really. Aside from it just, like I said, being a precursor to planes, mm-hmm. which I've, I've never seen, but I know it's popular with kids. Like, yeah. And that's definitely the barometer of that quality. Is, that is it. Nothing else happens. It's just <laughs> Pedro. Um, I thought for being in a film about Latin America, this taught us nothing about Latin America. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't know anything else. I don't know anything about Mendoza. Okay. I don't know. I think the... Uh... The dollars were not well spent by the U.S. government. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the next one is a video, like, switch back to live action. And we are in Buenos, Buenos Aires. A- Buenos Aires. Oh, nice, baby. You've been practicing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're in Buenos Aires, and you have gauchos, and they show the type of food that they eat. They're dancing. What are gauchos, though, babe? <laughs> Um, it's like a... It's a cowboy. A cowboy, yeah. <laughs> Was this Argentina, Buenos Aires? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's like a... Kind of like their version of a cowboy. Um, they show them with their horses and the things that they do. And your favorite, an accordion. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people can take that seriously as an instrument, but... Oh, yeah, remember my dad got an accordion? I do. He never played it. <laughs> Um, so then the short that we have is El Gaucho Goofy, and it starts with one of my favorite songs, Deep in the Heart of Texas. (laughs) Even though it's in, you know, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Well, he didn't start there. He Mm. started in America, America. and he's like smoking a cigarette. Yes, he is. Which was edited out later. (laughs) And then people complained. They're like, this wasn't how it was when I was a kid. So then Disney put the cigarette back in. So now when you watch it, there's a cigarette in. Yeah. Um, but they're playing Deep in the Heart of Texas, which is a song that I had to sing when I was a kid in Texas. And then they whisk him away to Argentina. And they show his horse and showing him trying to lasso a horse. And just like the one in Reluctant Dragon where we have How to Ride a Horse, mm-hmm. um, the narrator is just playing this straight. Yeah. Like, a, like total, like, informational. So as, like, this very serious narration is going on, Goofy is doing these things, but... Not so well. Yeah. So he's trying to lasso a horse. He's trying to put a saddle on a horse. Um, then they show him with asado, trying to eat asado. Um, there's this like one, two, bite, chew. Like one, bite, two, bite, cu- bite, bite, cut, cut chew. chew. So he's like eating with a knife in his hand. And, and so that's going on. Um, he has the bolas. He's trying to like wrangle up an ostrich mm-hmm. with like a bolero. Um, and they show it in slow motion. And there's some like visual gags with that. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, you guys should know that we're streaming this on the internet because we couldn't find a VHS of this. We're fraudulent. We apologize. Yeah, this one we don't have a VHS, so we lied a little bit. It's okay. We did not um, lie. I mean, we misled the, we misled the people. <laughs> so as this is happening, it's buffering, and Kevin's getting a little frustrated. To put it mildly. <laughs> a little, a little, just a little. Um, and we have really good internet, so I don't know why I was buffering. I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, we need to we need to call him up. Um, and so, you know, we're trying to watch this, and we're having to pause it and then play, pause it, play. So there's things going on, and then eventually we just have to switch over to YouTube. <laughs> and the YouTube video 
for copyright reasons, can't just upload it straight. They had to like shrink it down. So, so like you, a an eighth of the screen or yeah. something like that. So and when you have, full screen it, there's this weird water background, yeah. but like an eighth of the screen is the actual video, and the video is cropped. So this is the quality of which we're watching this video. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're finishing up the Goofy short. There was a ballad. There's a dance. Um, and they talk about when he's like moving his hips, the perpetual motion be- below, below the, the equator. equator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to refer to everything as that. No. <laughs> Kevin, you want to go do some per- per- perpetual Whoa. motion below the equator? <laughs> um, and then he's whisked back home. And uh, the next short... Uh, the next segment is Brazil. So there's some live action shots from Brazil. I will say I was surprised how much of a developed country it was in the 1940s. Like there were skyscrapers and stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so I do think as Americans, we just tend to be so self-centered mm-hmm. in thinking that we have money and big mm-hmm. cities and technology. But it happens everywhere. Yep. So um, like usual, when people talk about Brazil... Carnival. They always bring it up. Yeah, usually. (laughs) So they talk about Carnival. And then we start this short called Aquarela do Brasil. I don't know. Their Spanish is different than my Spanish. Yeah, no, I think you're you're doing it correctly. Basically, it's called like watercolor of Brazil, Hmm. which makes sense because it starts off with the paintbrush and it's painting the screen. So it's painting these landscapes and we're watching it on this shitty YouTube channel. So we're not really getting the full like you know, mm-hmm. spectrum of it. Um, so it's coloring things in, it's painting a scene, and then it brings in Donald Duck. <laughs> and some stuff happens. Yeah, Donald Duck. Yeah. Jose. Yeah. And, well, then Jose, he, and then he meets a parrot. His name is Jose Carioca. 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 And he's doing the samba. Um, they drink some sort of alcohol. Um, yeah, again, nothing really happens. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so they're partying, and and then it ends. <laughs> yeah. It literally just fucking yeah, ends. Yeah, At, like, Which, 40, 42 minutes or whatever like it is. How, like, so Snow White was 37? 1937? Yes. And we're in 1942. Disney really needs to learn how to end his movies. Yeah. Because he has some abrupt fucking endings. Yeah. So take some notes, Disney. <laughs> if you want some criticism. <laughs> some critique. The answer is some no. Some feedback. No. Um... Yeah, so it just kind of abruptly ends. So there's that. And overall, I just wasn't really impressed with this one. Not at all. It, it was, I think, a worse Fantasia. Yeah. A worse... And to, and to know how we feel about Fantasia, to right, say that, right. like, holy shit. Like, as far as info documentary yeah. animations go... It wasn't go, informational. Reluctant Dragon did it better. Yep. And it was Yeah, just, and that's, that's what I was thinking, too, honestly, because when I was trying to think of what to compare it to... I mean, like you said, with the Fantasia thing, like this, this was significantly worse. Like the the music yeah. wasn't as good, and, I, and I'm not even you know dogging on uh, South American music or anything like that. It just wasn't as memorable, and like the uh, the information, it, it wasn't nearly as fun as the Reluctant I, Dragon. I don't feel like I learned anything about Latin yeah. America, yeah. Or South America, and it yeah. wasn't really fun. Like the, some of the Donald Duck stuff was funny, like he said with the suspension bridge, yeah. and I, I liked the Goofy short. Yeah. I suppose well, those how-to goofies are, yeah. are pretty great. Yeah, but outside of that, like this, it honestly sucks. I didn't walk away. Like I always tell you, my barometer for 
whether I, I like something or think it's is would you good. want to watch it again? Either would I want to watch it again, or how does it affect my life or impact how I feel about something? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I walked away with like I didn't it didn't change me. I yeah. didn't learn anything. If, yeah. if I was Nelson Rockefeller, I would have told Walt Disney to go fuck himself. Well, I want my money back. It did strengthen relations between Disney, yeah, or between Disney, um, between America, America, and South and South America, or United States and South America, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, and the fact that they didn't have to put any money into this, yeah, and South Americans loved it because there's a movie about their country. It's got that free pub. It did well there, yep. and then they brought it here and released it for a time being. So they made money, yeah. off of this because they didn't put any money into it. Yep. So this like helped relaunch what was going to be a failing Disney. Yep. So sad. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I wanted to talk about. Before we get into our moving rankings, because I know you want to put this high up on your list, babe. Oh, well, yeah. Um, so I often kind of snip a little bit about women not being able to be animators at the Walt Disney Studios. And one of the things I noticed as I was researching this movie is Mary Blair's name came up. Now, Mary Blair is a really influential Disney artist. Mm-hmm. So she was a concept artist, background artist. Apparently she did art before this, but this was like her the first, first credited. Her first credited, which is sad because she actually was the first woman to be working on Disney movies, but someone else got credited before her. Yeah. Which either way, I mean it's great that women are finally getting their dues here. Um no Mary Blair is most known for Sleeping Beauty because Sleeping Beauty is so stylized. Yeah. Like when we watch it, like you'll hear me talk about it. But yeah, so she has a very distinct way. And one of the things that she did in this movie is when they were showing the like watercolors mm-hmm. of the little people of like the people. Um, which city was that? I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Was it Lake Titicaca that she did the art of like the boy, the little like Latin American mm-hmm. boy, um, South American? Excuse me, I keep mixing those up. Um, so she did a lot of those paintings, and so. I just thought it was cool. Yeah. Like, here's, an, like, 1940s, women weren't allowed to be animators because they didn't want to put the time and effort into training a woman animator because they're like, well, then she'll just get married and have babies and leave, and we wasted our time. <laughs> so... Because dudes don't do that. Yeah. So, a hmm, lot has changed in the past how many years. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was just cool. hmm I like Mary Blair. hmm I like her. I like her art. She's cool. So, yeah. What do you think, babe? So, what do you think? Rankings. Yeah. We have, so my list so far, we've watched, this will be our seventh. Mm-hmm. So my top right now is Pinocchio, Bambi, Reluctant Dragon, Snow White, Dumbo, Fantasia. Yeah. And where's it going? Where do you think? Uh, I think you're probably going to put it ahead of Dumbo because you're a hating ass fuck. <laughs> I'm not that hating. <laughs> um, I'm going to put it seventh. I'm going to put it last. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't have anything going for it. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't learn anything about South American countries or people. Like, yeah, there's some videos of their life mm-hmm. there, but it doesn't. it's not informational. Yeah, and and since they're shorts, it doesn't go in-depth into yeah. anything. Like, I felt like, and I, I think this is how it went, is they made these disconnected shorts, mm-hmm. and then they felt like, well, no one's going to watch them because there's no point to them. Yeah. But if we put them together, we can make a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's how it feels. It's very episodic. Um. Yeah, 
There's just there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm putting it last. <laughs> yeah, my list is uh, Pinocchio at number one, obviously. Dumbo at number two, because it's amazing. I don't give a shit what Stephanie says. Whatever. <laughs> Bambi's better. <laughs> uh, Bambi number three. Snow White number four. Fantasia number five, and The Reluctant Dragon is going to stay number six because Saludos Amigos is also the worst movie that we've watched so far. <laughs> Feature length, anyway. Yeah. I think that's pretty easy to say, and it's, it's not even close. Because like you said, with The Reluctant Dragon, even though I didn't really like mm-hmm. uh, the main character, and I don't know, it just wasn't really for me overall, Yeah, you learned a hell of a lot more, and it was a lot more fun yeah. than this was. Yeah. Well, we're in agreement about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's like the worst movie I've ever seen. Just... No, no. But when you're but when you're comparing it to what we've seen yeah. so far, you know. And I I don't think I would recommend it. Like I would recommend Puss in Puss in Boots because it's it's funny to see stuff from the 1920s. Yeah, like it, definitely. It's... You can you can learn something from it because it's that old. It's so different than what we know of now, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see what goes into it. But like with this, like it you has said, historical context. Exactly. Exactly. And and I feel like with this, the biggest thing, we already explained almost at the beginning of the podcast about the things that surrounded Saludos Amigos. I feel like the, 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 the making of Saludos Amigos and what went into it is a lot more interesting than the movie itself. Yeah. I, I enjoyed reading about all of the like war stuff and the government funding and mm-hmm. whatnot, but then when I watched it, I was like, this is what this is it. They must have not got had a, a very good grant or loan <laughs> to make it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. That was Saludos Amigos. <laughs> Let's take a look because next week. You guys, gonna, you guys. We're going to continue you, with you, this World War II yeah. nonsense. We're going to get into some fucking propaganda, boys. I love that you're so excited for this one. I think it's going to be terrible, but I mean, like. Yeah, it'll be. At, at least with something terrible, Hopefully it'll give can. us something to talk about, whereas this is just banal. We'll let it buffer this time because, again, this is one that we, we couldn't get. Yeah, there's no way in hell we can get a VHS um, of this. We have another Mickey short coming up, which is Gulliver Mickey. So okay, I'm down with that. Like Gulliver's, Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up for today. That's, that's the business that we took care of <laughs> and that we got down to. So. Thanks for listening. We have, we have like 14 followers. Do we really? I, that's like, even just having... Like, that's like 13 more than I ever thought we would get. So I know. that's cool. Even Thank just you having enough to count on one hand made me happy. So that was pretty cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. We appreciate it. And Stephanie's been nice enough to update the Twitter and everything like that. We are yeah. at DTB Disney. Mm-hmm. And we're also on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So yeah. if you guys would be so kind, you know, tell all your friends... If they're into Disney, or if they're just into assholes talking, I mean, we're really good for that, too. Yeah, if they want to hear a marriage fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's the running joke, and then our families are like, what? What's going on? Are you guys doing okay? Yeah, we're fine. fine. That's okay. We're fine. Um, Kevin, how does it go? Subscribe, rate, review? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Share, rate, review? Do all of those things that people usually request. What is it, babe? Like, share, and subscribe. Why didn't it subscribe, rate, review? I don't know. Maybe you're using a different format than I do. I'm right. Kevin's wrong. Have a great day, guys. Adios, amigos. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, well, I'm Kevin. And I'm Stephanie. And Disney is our business. And business is good. Bye. See ya.